Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya, folks. You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 240 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on July 21st, 2022. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. What's going on, my friend? Not much, you. It has been a minute. Yeah. So, uh, uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. And we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Beat! Kevin. All right. So, yeah, it, like I said, it's been a minute. I think it's been about two months uh, since our last episode. Um, and, I, you know, it's become a running joke that I apologize to the audience for our lack of consistency. Uh, You've actually written it into the show notes. Yeah, like it's, Kevin's apology. Yeah, Kevin apologizes to audience. Um, so it's um, you know I'm writing books full time now. So uh, and on top of that, I also have my regular content writing gig. So it's kind of like I have two full time jobs plus trying to you know maintain something of a life. Um, right. You know, unfortunately, some things fall by the wayside, and and that doesn't mean that we've lost our you know like love for doing this because like even just right now like being here on the zoom call with you i'm just like oh this feels so right like it's it's just like where i want to be uh it's just a matter of there's only so many hours in the day so you know folks again we apologize you know it's gonna i i don't want to say that we're back every week because i feel like every time i try to say that it, it doesn't happen so look it's like a monthly spectacular yeah like we're back when we're back like and i don't mean for that to sound harsh but like we're we're back when we have when we have the time and opportunity to do this and our schedules are able to to come together uh you know for that we you know i don't think the show will ever like go away but i mean it, it could become less consistent you know like oh well, less mean, consistent it than it is now well no no i think like we're at the like the epitome of like the least amount of consistency we've ever had uh, but i mean look cause i've got to turn around full novels now in like six weeks for my publisher that's crazy yeah so like i'm writing you know five thousand words a day you know six days a week in order to kind of try to you know exceed that quota um so yeah it's just it's been it's been a lot of a lot going on but um you know, my, my cruise is coming up. Very excited about that. Uh, you know, booking uh, excursion. Well, not really. Ex- we were going to do an excursion in um, uh, Nassau. And I decided, or, you know, my girlfriend decided and I agreed with her that uh, that it might not be a great idea to do that. Because, you know, like, we're going to go on other cruises and most Bahamas cruises stop in Nassau. It's like a huge port. So. Right. While we're on, while we paid all this money for this Disney cruise ship, why not experience more of what the ship has to offer 
I while, like that. while people are off the ship and like just kind of keep yeah. that Disney experience going and then do like like do a NASA because like there was a, a shore excursion in Nassau that we saw that we liked, which is like it's called like Blue Island or something like that. And you can like swim with dolphins and stuff, uh, which I can't imagine you ever doing. Like I couldn't imagine you getting in the water with a dolphin. Oh, I would. You would? Yeah, sure. I don't know. I could. Love for dolphins. some reason, I couldn't. I couldn't picture it. Really? Yeah, I would do it. Uh, so we decided that we'll save that for a future cruise on like a Royal Caribbean or something that's like, you know, $400 a person as opposed to something that's like $1,500 a person. Right. Uh, you know, go on the Aqua Mouse 12 times while people are away. Uh, but now we've also decided that uh, the spring of 2023, it looks like we're going to be taking our first ever Disneyland trip. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I hope you include me in the planning. Of of course. I mean, I feel like we're going to do a lot of the the planning like here on the show, like one on one. (laughs) I swear I have Disney. I have Disneyland down to a science. I have have perfected it. Well, that's good because we are we're only doing two days at Disneyland. So you could do it. Yeah, honestly, 100 percent. You could do it. Okay, because I figured like if it's about the size of Universal, I can do Universal in two days. With it's time definitely more dense than Universal. Definitely more dense. The advantage is there is the list of rides you absolutely have to do, and there's a list of rides that are the exact same ones you live right next to. It, so, and that's the thing. Like you and I were talking about this briefly, like <laughs> off the air, and I was just kind of like, I feel like I don't need to do Galaxy's Edge, like at all. Like maybe walk through I, to see if I could see Boba Fett or something like that, because we don't have. I that, would still but, walk through Galaxy's Edge, but that's I, just me. I mean, I'll walk through it, but I don't need to like wait for Rise of the Resistance. I don't need to do Smuggler's Run. It's the exact same stuff. They are the exact same. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, like, like I would I would rather you do the Haunted Mansion three times. You know what I mean? Right, because that's a little different, twice. right? Because they're, they're a little different. <laughs> Haunted Mansion is super subtly different. Really, it's just a hatbox ghost. But the building on the outside is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, pirates is pretty different. I mean, you're going to have to plan for at least two pirates just because it's that good. Really? It's that different? Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, yeah. know that. I thought it was the same exact thing. No, oh, all right. I know Small World is different. Small World, yeah, great example. Like Small World's different. You're gonna have to plan time for the Fantasyland rides because we don't have Mr. Toads and Alice in Wonderland have, and you know Pinocchio. Yeah. And... Well, Roger Rabbit is the one that I'm really excited to do because it's one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. It's okay. I mean, I get that it's okay. I get that it's a dark ride. I've watched ride-throughs of it, but I still really need to do it because it's Roger Rabbit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very excited for that. So we will, though, we'll, there will be Disneyland planning, you know, as we, as we move. Oh, that, that's exciting. Yeah. As we move forward. So I'm, I, I'm very, and you know me, you know, I've resisted the Disneyland thing for a very long time. No, it's crazy talk. I know. I know it's crazy talk, but I'm a crazy person. You got to eat at Blue Bayou also. Uh, I, that is one thing that I told her because, so it's, it's kind of a birthday trip for me. Um, so she's planning most, she's like, you know. I mean, we're planning it together, but she's kind of like booking everything. Right. So, um, because, and, and I'm, you know, obviously, normally if I was staying at a Disney resort, I'd go through Dave, but uh, we're not staying at a Disney resort. We're going to stay at a good neighbor hotel. So, Dave can probably still book that. Oh, really? I'll have to, I mean, good neighbor I'll... hotels are booked through Disney. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, think I don't know. I mean, we might do that Marriott that you stayed at. What is it? In Marriott. The one you sent me? Yeah. I stayed there twice. I like it. Yeah, I, I like that they have Disney-themed rooms, and it looks cool. You're going to be freaked out by the fact that there's a string of hotels across the street from the park. Yeah. it's But it's wonderful. I know maybe it sounds cheesy to some people, and, and but it isn't. It's 
it's really nice to be able like, it's funny like back in the day when i went i think for first or second time you had to have this like lanyard for your photo passes right which i hated actually because you had to wear it i'm like oh this is so dumb uh-huh. uh, i forgot it in the room we we're in the park and i'm like oh my gosh i forgot it in the room i just ran back and got it that's great like it's nice like i was like you know guys go to the store like chill for a couple i'm just gonna go and go get that. whereas if you forget something in your in your resort at disney world like that's that's an uh, hour it's, it's an hour that's an, that's an at hour. least an hour to go back yeah uh, especially if you're and if you're using like the park um if you're in magic kingdom it's and you even drove it's like an hour and a half um yep. but okay so you ready for the news Let's do this news. The news brought to you by Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. All right. So worldwide news. Uh, we're going to start off with that. Are we ready for this? Yep. Magic Band Plus is debuting this month. In fact, within a week. Six days from now on July the 27th, we are getting Magic are Band Plus. Are you going to get one? Okay, so yes, I am. But I'm going to tell you my fear about this once I'm done with the article, okay? So Disney has announced its next generation of wearable tech, Magic Band Plus, will debut July 27th, 2022 at Walt Disney World. Magic Band Plus has all the same capabilities as the original Magic Band, but adds color-changing lights, haptic vibrations, and gesture recognition. Plus, it pairs your smartphone using the My Disney Experience app and is rechargeable. Disney Resort Hotel guests may purchase Magic Band Plus online at special prices before their arrival. Annual passholder discounts will also be available on Magic Band Plus, and all guests can buy Magic Band Plus in more than 25 styles at select stores across Walt Disney World and online at Shop Disney, starting at $34.99. Now, I'm looking at a couple designs right here. They look pretty cool. There's the 50th one with the partner statue. There's a rose gold 50th one. There's one that says Disney Mom. There's one with Mickey's face on it. Um, There's one with the park icons on it. It looks pretty neat. Now, at Walt Disney World, you can purchase a Magic Band Plus at the following locations. The Emporium at Magic Kingdom. The Pin Traders and Camera Center at Epcot. Uh, Hollywood Studios at Celebrity 5 and 10 and Tatooine Traders. I wonder if that means it's going to be a Star Wars one. I mean, I've assumed with over 20 different. Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park at the Discovery Trading Company. At Disney Springs, you can get it at Disney Pin Traders and select merchandise locations at Disney Resort Hotels. Now, here's my fear with this. Tell me. There's going to be a mad rush for them. Disney's not going to have enough and they're going to be impossible to get. I don't think so. I don't dude, I do not underestimate the lack of chill of the average Walt Disney World guest. Because you're going to get the resellers that are going to go and try to get these and buy like 50 of them and resell them online. Well, first off, they're probably not able to do that, right? Disney's pretty much limiting everything to two per customer. Which is which is smart and I love that. I mean, I don't think I know what you're saying, like Magic Bands are super collectible, but your average person, I don't think even cares about this. <sighs> I hope you're right. At the end I of the really day, do. it's a Magic Band that's more expensive and lights up. I, I don't think most people care. I, I really hope you're right because I do care, and I really want. I really See, want. I don't like a know bunch if I care. That's why I, I. I'm not sure if I care. Here's the thing: I love Magic Bands. I. It's it's a thing that I I've. Too. It's a thing that I've always loved. And now you're gonna add like haptic vibrations and cool little games and things you can play with them. Like I'm, I'm all for that. I think that's a cool idea. I'm just, I right. just worry that this is going to be a figment popcorn bucket situation. Here's my thing. First off, I have two magic bands that I love that I interchange. I have a Droids magic bands, and I have a um, Haunted Mansion band that I love. Okay. So I pretty much just wear those two all the time. I have. Th- 
three that I go between. I have a Kingdom Hearts one. I have a um the I have a Muppet Vision 3D one, and I have a Scrooge McDuck annual pass holder one. I like that. Yeah. The the idea of like, oh my gosh, now there's gonna be so much more to do. I, am I the only person that's really busy when I go to Disney? Like I'm doing things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that. I guess there's I kinda... a chance that this is just another play Disney Parks app where it's like, oh cool, that sounds awesome if I'm bored. Oh wait, I was never bored on my trip. I never had to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny when you think about the Play Disney Parks app because I think it still exists and I just don't know anyone that it uses does. it. I don't know. Like, I remember when you were supposed to scan all the things in Galaxy's Edge. Am I the only person not doing this? Like, no, I'm nobody really does busy. it. So, okay, so here's the things that you can do with Magic Band Plus. So, because this is part of that, Star Wars Batu Bounty Hunters. Um, the uh, Magic Band Plus is your guide to seeking numerous virtual bounties hidden across Black Spire Outpost with the Star Wars Batu Bounty Hunters experience. Vibrations and lights on Magic Band Plus guide you down the right path. When you find your bounty, you can use the Play Disney Parks app's augmented reality thermal view to reveal who's hiding in the shadows. Local guildmaster Raga Bua will reward you with galactic credits. And do you have what it takes to join the guild? Then also, there's Nighttime Spectaculars. It brings the magic of Disney Nighttime Spectaculars closer than ever before. Um... Enchantment at Magic Kingdom and Harmonious at Epcot. Magic Band Plus complements the magic in the skies, lighting up and vibrating in sync with fireworks, visual effects, and music. Your Magic Band Plus will also engage as all four theme park icons transform into beacons of magic. Now, I don't really want to be looking at my magic band during the fireworks. I want to look at the fireworks. Yeah, nor do I want everyone else looking at my magic band. Like, yeah. literally, I don't want to be there just distracting everyone from. Yeah. As part of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration, you can also interact with the Disney Fab 50 character collections throughout all four theme parks with the Disney Fab 50 Quest. You help Tinkerbell bring the sculptures to life across all four Walt Disney World theme parks using virtual pixie dust from Tink. So this one I saw, it's really just kind of like you hear a voice come from a speaker at some point around this. Right. And how many times is this going to be cool? Right. I mean, for little kids, it would probably be cool every time. But absolutely. Well, and then, you know, something my girlfriend brought up, she was like, well, then what happened? Like, aren't they going to take the Fab 50 statues away? Like when the when the 50th anniversary is over? And I was like, oh, Oh, they're not taking them away for a long time. I mean, that's what I was hoping. I'm hoping they would just kind of keep them up. Yeah, they'll be there for a while. Yeah. They'll go away eventually. Yeah. All right. So Magic Band Plus, you're not getting it. I am. Let's we're going to see if I'm right. And there's a mad dash for it. I just. I, literally anytime anything comes back out now whether it's a popcorn bucket a new line of merchandise a shirt you know i'm just like up oh, it's gonna be impossible to get because and it is then always I, i've actually believe it or not i've killed it on disney park stuff the last i mean killed it so much and my wife's like can you stop bringing stuff home and right. not in like a funny haha way right. in a serious you have a problem way <laughs> you know, i've you, killed it on you've become on a hoarder <laughs> I just, I, I, it's my like vice, right? Like, I remember when we were, I was down in the basement when you were moving the store over at the old store, and there's like sealed boxes. And I'm uh-huh. like, what's this? He's like, oh, it's a statue from Star Wars Weekends. I'm like, it's in your basement in a sealed box. And you were like, yeah, that's I... true. But if it makes you feel better, now those are all out. Oh, okay. All my Star Wars Weekend statues are out. That's good then. Oh, uh, right. listen, I have a problem. I mean, I buy all the lightsabers. Yeah. I know you don't keep up with it, but they just came out with Luminara and Dooley's lightsaber. Oh, you got to get that. So I got that. So oh, okay. then a month you got, later. You got Cal Kestis? I got Yeah, I got two Cal Kestis because they go together. Oh, the form good. double bladed. There you go. Um, so then like a month later, 
just two or three weeks ago, they came out with Plukun's lightsaber. Here's the rub: Plukun's lightsaber and Luminar and Dooley's lightsaber—they're the same exact thing. They're, right. They're they're colored slightly different. Luminar's has a gold end, um, but I mean they're the same thing. But like you got to have both of them; they're really cool. You right. know? Right. You and I've da- really gone down the. You and Dave Filoni are the only two people that are like, oh, Plukun's lightsaber. I love Plukun. I can't. So does it. Dave Filoni. The only legacy sabers that I did not buy were I could not get the reforged Skywalker saber. I refuse. Oh, you know, okay. that's the one that's held together by like a piece of leather after it was broken in Last Jedi. Yeah, I'm out on that. Well, especially I because, it, get... it, it, you know, it's also part of the Last Jedi, which you abhor. Well, ironically, I do love the Ben Solo saber and that's Last Jedi. Oh, OK. But just as a lightsaber, I like it. OK. Um. I cannot buy their dark saber. It is literal garbage. Oh no, really? I feel bad because they must. They mind you, it's never sold out. Just to tell you, like how right. kind of junky it is. Um, people must go and be like the dark saber. But listen, there is you know they. Here's the thing: you make legacy sabers, which are sold in Galaxy's Edge, and then Hasbro does elite series sabers, which you can buy anywhere. Right. And the dark ser- the dark saber elite series is vastly it's not even close better than the galaxy z one so i went with the elite series one and they did a palpatine recently oh which is okay looking but i bought the elite series one which is really like nice and much more the the disney one is really thick because it has like fit the blade Mm -hmm. so it doesn't really look like his lightsaber at all oh okay but yeah, so you know, I, I get it, and I understand what you're saying because all these things do sell out kind of quick when there's the mad rush. Mm-hmm. But Disney kind of, you know, when it can, plans that into it. This- Typically on lightsabers, they come out, they sell out in about a month, and then the second wave of shipment comes. Right. See, now I I knew that this was coming soon. I mean, one because they said it was coming this summer, but two. Uh, I had some friends in town a couple weeks ago, and all they wanted was like a cool magic band, right? So I was like, "Oh, we'll just go to like Detect Me at uh, you know Disney Springs, and and you know we'll we'll do it there." And so we go there. They don't have any. They don't have any magic bands. What? None. So then we go to the Pin Traders there at Disney Springs. They don't have any magic bands. Hmm. And every See, every store I- we went to had either they had like the same four magic bands. Like okay. This there, makes me think that you're wrong. This makes me think they're rolling this thing out hardcore. Yeah, I mean, because you this just... This is going to be pal Mickey. They are going to put this thing everywhere, and they want everyone to buy them. They're going to have displays that light up. Look how cool this is. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I, I really do, because, I mean, like, they, they you just could not find... And there was, like... there were, So there were, like, four Magic Bands available. There was, like, like two Star Wars ones... And like like a like a Donald one, and like you know, there were just were not a lot of options. Whereas you know, it used to be there'd be this whole wall of of these special edition Magic bands that you could get, and yeah, just nothing. Yeah, just makes fat, sense. I'm telling you, they're gonna. They're. I I think they're gonna be everywhere. I think they're gonna really push this. I hope so. Speaking of the apps, uh, we have n- our next bit of worldwide news is the car locator uh, feature now available on my Disney Experience. Did you hear about this? I did. So this is for those people that are like me and that have lost their car. At I think it's a great World. idea. It is, but uh, like, let, let's just take a look at how it works. To get started, you access the car locator option from the app menu, which prompts you to enter the parking details manually or use location services to log the parking location automatically. 
the system then stores the parked location by main area, the individual parking lot, and the row number. So, you know, it'll be like, you know, select your lot, butterfly, dinosaur, draft, peacock, unicorn, yeti, and then you select your row, um, you know, where did you, and then it'll say where you parked. The feature is available at all four Walt Disney World theme parks, Disney Springs, Disney Water Parks, and the ESPN Wide World of Sports. So, I mean, with the automatic thing, I think that would be better, but like, I mean, manually entering it in, how is that any different from just like, Sending your, a pin. yeah, or sending yourself a text or taking a picture of your row number. Like, I agree. For, I thought it was gonna like automatically like figure out where you were and like let and in case you forget because my thing is I'll forget like I'll forget to look, and I'll be yeah, on, I mean, I'll be the on the thing, tr- right? I'll be like, on the tram halfway to the park and be like oh no. Like on an iPhone, you can just like drop a pin like wherever you did want and then go back mm-hmm. and find it. Right. But the thing is, when you get to Disney. And I've done this, right? We've been in the car. You're like, come on, let's go. Like, I'm like that guy who like pops up my door. I'm out of the car first. I'm like, yep. all right, everybody, come on, get out of the car. Let's do it. Let's go. Like, if you were going to remember to drop a pin, you would, you'd remember to do this on their app. But agreed. Agreed. And, and you know what? I'm sure I'll use it. Dude, we got the best parking spot at Epcot last weekend for food and wine. Like, and okay, I know okay. this is not like a thing to like to brag about, but like I brag about it because like we, this parking spot was so good, Pete. That my girlfriend and I literally high fived, like we were like, oh, "This is the greatest day ever!" Like, so it, it's it we just, it wasn't even like it was like the second lot in Epcot, right? But it's like toward the front of it in like row like D fourteen, and it's like the first spot. The first. You sit in the car for like five minutes just to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, let's just hang here for a minute. Yeah, no, like, like we were just kind of like we can't believe because like as we're as we're as we're going up, like because you know they where they the way they park you, we're like oh no because we see that it's filling up and we're like oh no if if we miss if we miss this row we're going all the way down yep to the to the backpack all the way down into East Jabib, and you know like. So so we're sitting there like dreading this and just like over and over again, like looking at these cars being like trying to count and like count the number of spaces. And then they pull. So this car right before us looks like it's going to take that last space. But the car is a massive pickup truck and it's too big. So it has to like go forward and take up two spaces in like one of the rows ahead. And then we slide right into that first space. And it was oh, the, that's magic. It was like the greatest moment of my life. Like we literally we just high fived and like like just took a victory lap. Disney magic. Well, and so then we were going to go to Disney Springs after. So we were going to get to Epcot, do Guardians, and then go to Disney Springs to get our Orange Bird magnet. And then we were like, we can't leave this parking space and come back because we're going to go to Disney Springs and then come back. We were like, we can't do this. No, no. So what we did was we ended up taking the Skyliner to the Riviera and then taking a bus from the Riviera to Disney Springs, and then doing that back, all just to keep this parking space. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, you can't give that parking space up. Not if you're coming back to that park. No, you got to keep that all. Did you take pictures of it? I should have. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, oh, my gosh, look at our car. Could you imagine, like, stopping somebody in the parking lot to ask to take a picture of you and your yeah. girlfriend, like, in front of your car, like, in this cool space? <laughs> and on the way back, we're like, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're parked in D14. And she's like, not that we need not that we need to know because it's right there. Like, we'll see it when we walk out. Exactly. Oh, it's the greatest feeling in the world. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, okay. Character dining is returning in several locations. 
Disney has announced the return of more character dining at the parks and resorts, including Ohana at the Polynesian, Minnie and her friends for breakfast at Cape May Cafe, and Winnie the Pooh and friends at the Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom. So starting September 20th, 2022 at Magic Kingdom, friends from the 100 Acre Wood will be once more at the Crystal Palace Buffet with character featuring Winnie the Pooh and friends. Polynesian Village Resort, Ohana Best Friends Breakfast is returning with Lilo and Stitch on September 27th, 2022. And finally, on October 4th, 2022, the Cape May Cafe Minis Beach Bash Breakfast will be making its return at Disney's Beach Club Resort. So there you go. Character character meals returning slowly but surely. Now, here's the thing. Now, I plan on doing some of these okay. in November. One of which that I do, I like the Cape May Cafe because we are staying at Beach Club. Yeah. Now, last time I stayed, they didn't have characters. And the price of the breakfast was only $25. And I'm like, this is cool. We've done it a couple times. Yeah. Right? Well, that price is and shooting when, right back up. Is that going to shoot? As of right now, it's still 25 I mean, I'm curious to see what happens. I, I definitely think it's going to shoot back up because, I mean, yeah, they're, they're not going to they're not going to overlook an opportunity to charge you more. Right. But whereas, like, wanna... Cape May Cafe is, like, was, was still, like, pretty expensive when we went it was still i think like 60 bucks or something like that or i don't know i don't remember but uh i i remember thinking like oh i guess they're they're still charging the same without the characters so i mean i i really want to go back to cape may cafe i mean not cape may cafe i i would i did the cape you know how i've always raved about the clam bake at cape may cafe like i've always like really loved that entire ordeal I went, and now it's like family style, and it was the most unimpressive thing. Well, they got rid of like the crab legs. Yeah, like no one really likes it anymore. Yeah, no, it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I was like, oh well, never again here. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, Crystal Palace is is one of my all time favorites, and I got to go back there again. Soon. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while, obviously. So yeah. we're excited to kind of go back there. It's Heather's favorite breakfast. Uh, and the, minivan services are return have returned to Walt Disney World. Um, you can get them from select locations within Walt Disney World Resort from 6.30 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. daily via the Lyft app. It will. It also now gives service to Orlando International Airport. Also new at relaunch is the ability for accessible vehicles to be requested via the app instead of via phone. So you used to have to call in for that. Um, also, uh, so here's a little bit of uh, shocking news. Disney is uh, removing its iconic welcome sign from one location. The, uh, that would be the Hotel Plaza Boulevard and, and Route 535. So it's like the back entrance in. Mm-hmm. And look, at the end of the day, I get it. I understand why. You know, look, we don't talk political on this show, but, you know, that has been the site of many, like, political protests over the last couple of years yep. because people want to, like, have their agenda with, like, the Disney World sign in the back. So I under- I totally understand Disney's reasoning for removing that entrance sign it stinks but it's what they've got to do i guess you know but you know the one that everybody sees like world drive and and stuff like that the goes are all still there so you know it's not like they're getting rid of it entirely you know the clickbait articles like you know are all like disney removes welcome sign and and you're like what and you click on it, and you're like oh it's the one on 535 okay I mean, the problem is you can protest there because it's a, there's a sidewalk, and technically yep. you're not on Disney property, so they can't do anything about it. So, I mean, I, I understand it. You don't want your your corporate your corporate logo to be kind of co opted for 
yeah, know, I'm okay with that. for causes, and that that's that's true on any side, on any of the sides. I feel like Disney should be like a, a zone that's free of all that. You know, like it's where we go to forget all of this. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's why I get like really mad when I see it. Resort news. Um, okay, over at the boardwalk, something exciting has happened. Pete, what's the one thing that I have said for years that Disney World needs more than anything in the world? A clown pool. No, delis. A deli sandwich. Really? Yes, and we uh. are getting one. At the Boardwalk Deli, which is opening this summer on Disney's Boardwalk, replacing the existing Boardwalk Bakery. The Northeastern-style deli will offer a brand-new menu that will include fresh deli sandwiches, uh, fresh-baked breads, and a selection of bakery items. It'll be open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know me. I love a deli. I am all maybe because I live in the Northeast. This isn't so impressive, to me. but I've but now me living in Orlando, the one thing I miss is like those little like Jewish delis, like with the black and white cookies and the pastrami and like mm-hmm. you know I need me some deli, and now there's going to be a Disney deli, like that was always okay. the one thing that I was like Disney's missing a really good like sandwich, like like just like a really good deli sandwich because Universal has one. Universal has a couple. They've got bread box on City Walk, and they've got the Dagwood over in Islands of Adventure. So good for Disney for catching up. Someone told isn't a Dagwood actually a term for like what we in New Jersey called like a sub sandwich? Yeah, pretty much. Right? Isn't that like a southern thing? Like a I, Dagwood? I don't know. I just know it's yeah, like that. <laughs> Jelly Rolls is resuming daily operations. Uh, that it begins actually today, July 21st, 2022. Doors open at 7 p.m. each night, closing at 1.45 a.m. Guests must be 21 years of age or older with valid ID, and an $18 cover charge per person is charged upon entry, while no reservations are needed. Jelly Rolls has been operating a limited schedule of, thur- of Thursday through Monday since its reopening on October 2021 following the pandemic closure. So there you go. Jelly Rolls back. I've never been to Jelly Rolls. Me neither. My whole thing is, like, I'm not paying a cover. Like, I don't want to pay, like, 18 bucks just to get in. No, nope. That was the uh, eventual failure of Pleasure Islands. Yes, yeah. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier, makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. 
Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weiger autograph books. Of course. All Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weiger. Depends how his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Okay, so no water park news or Disney Springs news, but we do have some. Ma- we do have quite a bit of Magic Kingdom news. Okay. As you know, when, when uh, Not So Scary Halloween Party was announced to be coming back, we knew coming like a freight train was going to be Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And we now have dates and prices. So 24 select nights. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party can be purchased online beginning July 7th, 2022. So they're now on sale. Guests of select Walt Disney World Resort hotels can begin purchasing tickets as early. We're able to begin purchasing tickets as early as June 30th. Ticket prices range from one forty nine to one ninety nine per person. That's a lot of money. Annual pass holders and DVC members can save ten dollars per ticket on select event nights. So you've got November eighth, tenth, eleventh, fourteenth, fifteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, twentieth, twenty second, twenty seventh, and twenty ninth, and then December first, second, fourth, sixth, eighth, ninth, eleventh, thirteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, eighteenth, twentieth, and twenty second. Now, you're going to be there smack in the middle of this. You going to Very Merry? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at like the dates. You're you're looking at you're looking at anywhere from 179 down to 149 depending on the night you go. I don't know. I mean, I, is it really worth it to I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I'm going. I'm doing I'm actually this is going to be the year that I do both. Uh not so scary and Very Merry. 
So I like not so scary a lot more. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've only done very merry once. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing it again. I mean, now you're talking, it's going to cost me between like six and 800. Yeah. Something like I that. Don't know. Come on. That's crazy. <clears throat> Returning shows and entertainment include Mickey's most merriest celebration, Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks and Mickey's once upon a Christmas time parade. I'm also assuming that the uh, dream lights are not coming back this year and they're just going to do. No. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. I just hope that it looks that it look could, they can like add some new stuff to it this year and make it look better. I just I miss the dream lights. I really do. Me too. I mean, honestly, in the past, like when the kids were little, we would do it a lot because like they loved the character meet and greets, and they still do like a character meet and greet. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I need to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do that. Seasonal attraction overlays include Jingle Cruise and as an exclusive treat for event attendees, Space Mountain, Tomorrowland Speedway, Monsters Incorporated, Laugh Floor. And Mad Tea Party all getting a special holiday makeover. A totally Tomorrowland Christmas takes place on the Rocket Tower Plaza stage. In honor of the 50th anniversary celebration, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party attendees will discover three jolly new photo opportunities. Guests will also receive a special 50th anniversary commemorative keepsake themed for the holidays. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party will take place from 7 p.m. to midnight with entry available as early as 4 p.m. All right, big news here, Peter Mandel. Pricing for the Harmony Barbershops reopening has now been released. I know you're going to get your next haircut there. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually might. Really? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So pricing and services are now available for the Harmony Barbershop, which will reopen on July 31st. A child's haircut begins at $20. Adult haircuts are from $21, and a beard trim starts at $8. The My First Haircut experience starts at $28 and includes a commemorative Mickey Ears hat and milestone certificate. Reservations for this experience are now bookable in the My Disney Experience app. Walk-in appointments will be accepted based on availability. Speaking of um, things that make you look better, the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is now reopening. Would you try and go there and claim it's your first haircut? Yeah. I want, and be like, prove that it wasn't. Yeah, no, like I paid the twenty eight dollars. Now give me yeah. my give me my Mickey ears, my certificate. Yeah. But it's like a it's like a baby sized Mickey ears. Yeah, it's all like, right. Like it looks like a yamaka. <laughs> Uh, the, the, on my enormous head. Uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique will return to both Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Park on August twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Fairy Godmother's Apprentices will transform guests ages three to twelve into some of their favorite Disney characters. <laughs> This includes hairstyling, makeup, costumes, and accessories. In addition, the reopening ushers in even more options to choose from, including a new hair accessory especially designed for textured hair and new costumes featuring some of Disney's newest heroes and heroines coming later this year. So there you go. Bibbidi Bobbidi right. Boutique. Your daughter never did that, right? No. She not... loved to be like dressing like a princess, and we did all that. I remember she, she liked to wear the dresses, yeah. Yeah. She wasn't really had no real desire. Every time I brought it up to her, she was like, maybe. And then like didn't really care. So yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. So the replacement for Splash Mountain now has a name and a release window. So Disney has announced that the Princess and the Frog remake of Splash Mountain will open in late 2024 as Tiana's Bayou Adventure. So how does it feel knowing that, that you, this is probably this November will probably be your last Splash Mountain? Yeah, I got to make sure I do it. Yeah. Although we now have an approximate opening date and official name, 
Disney has stopped short of announcing its the closing date of Splash Mountain, probably because they don't want to make create a rush at the attraction. Right. Tiana's Bayou Adventure will take guests on a musical adventure inspired by the beloved story and characters from the fan favorite film, picking up where the film left off. Guests will join Princess Tiana, Naveen, and Jazz Love and Alligator Lewis on an adventure through the bayou as they prepare to host a one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras celebration where everyone is welcome. Along the way, guests will encounter familiar faces, make new friends, and travel through the bayou to original music inspired by songs from the film as they are brought to the next chapter of Tiana's story. The voice of Princess Tiana and Tony Award-winning actress Anika Noni Rose shared, "It's It's really exciting to know that Princess Tiana's presence in both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom will finally be fully realized. As passionate as I am about what we created, I know the fans are going to be over the moon. The Imagineers are giving us the Princess and the Frog Mardi Gras celebration we've been waiting for, and I am here for it. I guess that means she's going to be involved in it also. I hope so. You know, you'd you'd hope. Because it's never a fun thing when they, like, you know, have random voices like the captain hook in the in yeah. the in, in peter Pan. fire mr smee help me <laughs> mr smee it's just some guy uh, uh the project is being led by charita carter who most recently worked on mickey and minnie's runaway railway splash mountain creator tony baxter will also serve as a creative advisor for the makeover that sounds like a ceremonial title if there ever was one <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Epcot news. Huge Epcot news here, Peter Mandel. There is new benches installed in Epcot. Ooh, where? Yeah. Uh, so it is in the um, the World Discovery Breezeway between the Connections Cafe and um, your favorite, the uh, Creation Shop. The new benches have... Really good things. All my friends have gone this summer about Connections Cafe. Oh, it's so good. I know you loved it, but everyone has been raving about it. It's so good. The burgers are excellent i'm excited to do it and you know what there's usually not a huge wait for it because everybody's festivaling yep that will be my first thing i do when i go like literally we're doing epcot first so i imagine that'll be the first meal i have well i mean it's gonna probably replace the electric umbrella for you guys yeah ethan's hoping yeah i i think so i mean look i've eaten at the electric umbrella in the connections cafe and there's not even there's not a, a a contest here uh, the new benches have been installed between Connections Cafe and Creation Shop. There are now three different styles. The original white metal frame, a new white frame with wooden top and split backrests, and a solid white box with a wooden top. Kind of like the ones in Frontierland. Uh, the tables and chairs that were installed in June have now been removed. So, yeah, it, it looks nice. It's a nice little area there. And uh, you'll also be happy to know that uh, Club Cool has returned to being a thing you just walk into and then walk out of. Okay. While sticking to the floor. Uh, Disney has right. made it easier to barf after Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Did you see this? I did. Yeah. Motion sickness at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind appears to be a more widespread problem than first thought. I mean, I told you I felt ridic- ridiculously sick. Based on early writer reviews, motion sickness was not expected to be a significant issue. But as the general public is experiencing the ride, more and more cases of motion sickness are being reported. I... Anytime I'm like on Guardians, like online for it, and there's a delay, I'm like, somebody barfed in the vehicle. Do you think it happens a lot? Yes. I always feel sick on it. I want to do it so badly, but like, I'm totally like, I do not want to get crazy motion sick. It's look, it's nowhere near like mission space motion sickness, but like, I mean, I'm, I usually get off feeling a little woozy. And then by the time I hit like the mission space area, I'm okay again. Let me ask you a question. When you go on it, 
someone told me that if you just look at what you're supposed to look at, you're fine. It's when you try and start looking around that might be that you get like really sick. Honestly, that might be the case. Okay. That might be the case. Um, I mean, it's, you know, you're moving backwards, you're in the dark, you're turning, you know, the, the cars are spinning, like not spinning, but like, you know, moving, like turning to uh-huh. see the different scenes. So I, I understand why it's a emotion sickness, you know, situation there for a lot of people. Um, to combat the issue, Disney has recently installed <coughs> more garbage cans at the exit with open <laughs> with an open top to allow easier access for vomit. It, today, um, in the grand opening, Disney has even gone a step further and offers vomit bags at the exit to anyone who might need one. I have not seen the vomit bags, and I've now ridden this attraction four times, but I mean, like, like kudos to them for having vomit bags. This isn't the first time we've seen motion sickness be a significant issue at Disney World Mission Space, which is right next door to this, also, you know, has a lot of vomiting. <laughs> um, So... The ride system is fully programmable, though. It remains to be seen if Disney will make any changes to the ride vehicle profile to reduce the chances of motion sickness. I doubt it. but I doubt it either. It's completely synced. I, yeah. I don't know. From everything I've read about this ride, I, I don't know how you can reduce it without a full overhaul of the ride. It's You know what? It reminds me. It's like Happy World Land from Tiny Toon Adventures, where it's just kind of like you go on the ride until you barf and you're happy about it. Right. The other day, uh, Guardians will also be receiving a holiday overlay this Christmas. Heard that? Yeah. Uh, so no details yet on what songs will be included, however, but there will be seasonal jams at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Uh, Disney says guests will blast off to the tune of an awesome holiday single, bringing joy to Xandar and Terra too. I'm wondering, like, all I want for Christmas is you, or like Springsteen doing Santa Claus is coming to town, or like I, I wonder what no, it'll be. I- I hope it's not there when I'm there. It might be. I probably will be. I assume all the um, Christmas stuff goes well, up Well, it, it begins November 11th. When are you going? Oh, my first day is November 5th in Epcot. Oh, so you're fine. Yeah. I would like to do it, like, regular. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What? What? How long are you staying? <clears throat> what? How long are you going to be there? I'm there 4 to 11, I think. Oh, okay. So you leave the day that this starts. So you're Yeah. Fine. So cool. So I won't. Now, the yeah. existing Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has a song list. So every time you go on, in theory, it's a different song. Or you can be like me, who's gone on four times, and it's gotten the same two songs twice each. Mm. Um, so they are Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears, Conga by Gloria Estefan, which is one of the ones that I've gotten twice, um, I Ran So Far Away by Flock of Seagulls, which is the one I really want to get, Disco Inferno by The Tramps, which I've gotten twice, one Way or Another by Blondie, and September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. I would want to get Blondie if I had my choice. That's the other one that I want. I want I Ran So Far Away in One Way or Another. Uh, Animal Kingdom News, Festival of the Lion King is back to normal with the Tumble Monkeys and the Flying Birds. are back. They're all back at the Harambe Theater. Uh, as it is no longer a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King, it is now Festival of the Lion King once again, with showtimes at 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m., 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., and 5 p.m. I'm very excited for this. I want to go back nice. and see it again, because I've missed... I, I would not see it without the Tumble Monkeys. Right. Like, what's the point at that point? I'm not You're going to get a custom shirt that says Heart Tumble Monkeys. Exactly. All right, Hollywood Studios news: The Star Wars Launch Bay is reopened and now is available on Disney Plus on Genie Plus. Uh, Disney Plus. Okay. Um, 
You just watch a live feed on yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, just like of people going in and coming out crying after seeing Darth Vader. According to the <laughs> latest update, there are three Lightning Lane options for Launch Bay. Uh, it reopened on July the 17th. This includes Encounter Darth Vader and Meet Chewbacca and just the Launch Bay itself. Disney Genie Plus is priced at $15 per person and offers Lightning Lane access to included attractions. Okay, so this is Hollywood Studios news, but it's kind of outside the parks, and it's heartbreaking and horrible. Okay. And Oh, yeah, I agree. And I don't normally get hung up on stuff like this. Yeah, the Tower of Terror billboard is gone. It's gone. Yeah, gone. Reduced to a pile of rubble. You know, I want to point out that sometimes it does take something like this going away for us to, like, almost immortalize it. I always loved it. I mean, look, it hasn't moved. I did too. It hasn't moved in years. Like, it used to actually, like, move. And I remember. I, I'm pretty sure since I've been here, it hasn't. No, you know what? When I moved here, it was still moving, I think. Because I remember seeing, like, a little, like, like strobe light in it. Yeah. Um, man, like, why? Why take that away? Like, for, for shrubbery? Like, why? I, but it's okay. Is it? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we have such great memories of it. Ugh. It just, if I feel like they're just taking away everything lately. Like, I don't know. I saw this and I was like, "What? Why? Like, why do you need to?" do We got that? connections cafe. Yeah, it's true. I do like those burgers. All right, you made me feel a little better, right? <laughs> Fantasmic is running <laughs> fireworks tests right now. Um, they're taking another step toward the return of Fantasmic by running firework tests at the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater after numerous delays. Disney has still not announced an opening date for Fantastic, but the company says the show will return this year. Uh, so we're all, everyone's expecting a fall 2022 debut, giving Disney a much-needed marketing opportunity for the later months of the year. The refreshed Fantastic will feature a new show sequence featuring Disney characters Mulan, Elsa, Aladdin, Pocahontas, and Moana. So they're keeping Pocahontas in there. But, you know, we're not going to take... Have to. We're not going to take a 15-minute Pocahontas detour. In the middle of this, kids are like, what's going on? Why are these people just digging? Dig and dig and dig. Um, we'll see them in heroic moments as well as new technical enhancements. The new scene will replace the existing Pocahontas segment. Work has been underway on refurbishing almost all areas of the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater, which includes new lighting systems, new fountains, and a rebuild of Steamboat Mickey. Jingle Bell Jingle Bam is not returning this year for the holidays. No. Yeah, no. And no more Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, which I think the well, biggest tra- gotta... the biggest tragedy here is that I don't get to say Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. We'll still find a way. Don't worry. I, I look, you know me, I was never really big on on this show other than saying the name. You liked it though, right? Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. Disney's Hollywood Studios will instead offer a basic holiday lineup with only the Sunset Seasons greetings, projection show, and usual holiday decor. This year's marketing for Disney's Hollywood Studios will focus on the upcoming return of Fantasmic. So, <coughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, look, we still, we still haven't gotten the Star Wars fireworks back yet. No, that's never coming back. Right? I'm so depressed about that. Believe it or not, we actually have got some outside Walt Disney World news this week. Okay. Um, the Disney Wish, the cruise ship that I'll be going on in October, has debuted, was christened, and has taken several cruises now already. Reviews are in Peter Mandel, and people are loving this ship. I would hope so. I mean, if it came out and people were like, well, it's a bust, we, it'd be a problem. Did you hear about this beverage that they have on it? 
that is five thousand yes. dollars. I did hear this. I, what could it possibly be for five thousand dollars? I don't know. Yeah, like, and people are getting it. Yeah, like influencers are getting it. I think, and like, yeah, this is just them capitalizing on the uh, capitalizing on like the social media age. Yes, I agree. A five thousand dollar drink. Come on. So I'll be getting that on on the trip, obviously. Right. I assume so. Yeah. No. Totally. Um. But yeah, I mean the the restaurants here. Um. You know, you've got a Marvel restaurant. You've got a Frozen restaurant. Um. A, like a Walt centric nineteen twenty three restaurant. A spa, and I mean the Aqua Mouse. It just it looks unbelievable. I can't wait to give a full report. Yeah, you're very excited about this. I'm so I'm, exci- I'm so so psyched for this cruise. Like, I can't. When wait. is this cruise? October. Oct- this October, so yeah. it's coming up. Yeah, yeah, coming up. It's all paid for already. Very, very we, yeah, we made our last payment to Dave and everything. So, um, all right. So Halloween Horror Nights, not something we usually talk about here a lot, but you know, it's a popular thing. So I wanted to touch yeah, on it real quick. People love it. They've announced a couple of houses for this year's Halloween Horror Nights 2022. They're announcing okay. them very slowly. Uh, right now, I think there's only three announced. Halloween, which not the holiday, but like the movie, like Michael Myers. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, he's going to have a ho- So I'm excited for that one. I'll, I'll definitely that go. That sounds into- good. Yeah. It's the original and it's Halloween one. So it's like the original one. Uh, Universal Monsters Legends Collide, which features the mummy, Dracula and the Wolfman. Love it. See that one I feel like is not gonna be super scary. It'll be like the Beetlejuice one last year that like wasn't super scary but like was more fun. Right. And then they've got um the horrors of Bloomhouse. Okay. Which is a double feature of Bloomhouse horror. Uh enter a world where you're in the midst of a frightened teenager and the serial killer she suddenly switched bodies with in Freaky. Then step inside the black phone where the grabber will chase you endlessly as you desperately look for an escape for escape routes. I don't know how I feel about the grabber. <laughs> I really hope nobody like like so when I was in one of the houses last year, somebody literally like one of the workers literally like put their hand in front of my face while I was walking, and I was just like, Thank God you didn't touch me. <laughs> Cause like this is still true. and it was still like COVID central. Like I was uh are they doing something for nope? I don't know. They might. They haven't announced. I thought if they I are, saw they were building like a set for that. If they are, they haven't announced it yet officially. But okay. yeah, I, I mean, I would I wouldn't be shocked if I mean, like, I would have to know what Nope is actually about because I have no well, idea. That's part of the marketing. Don't. I know it's kind of like that Cloverfield marketing. Yeah. And that's the news this week. All right. We had a lot of it. Well, yeah, it's we, been had, a while. we had a whole heck of a lot to catch up on. Uh, so now hopefully we can get, you know, back to our usual scheduled program. But now, um, how'd you like Obi-Wan? Loved it. I did too. I, you know what? I, you know, I, we talked about it. I got a little disillusioned in the middle there where I was like, what is happening with this show? And they, they, they brought it home in a big, big way. Yeah, they did a great job. Did you notice, like, I mean, I, I mean, maybe I'm the only one that notices stuff like this because I'm such a lightsaber combat geek, but like. When Obi-Wan fights Vader in the finale, spoilers, by the way, uh, they, um, he switches, like, lightsaber forms constantly. At one point, he's using Ahsoka's, like, Shien Form 5. At one point, he's using Dooku's Mikashi. So he's, like, using, like, 
people from Anakin's past, like he's using their forms yeah. to like fight him and take him off off guard. I thought it was excellent. And yeah, Ms- no, I loved everything. How about Ms. Marvel? Love that also. I thought that was a lot of fun. It was it was a it was very different. Um, and I really and I really uh, dug it. I like I like what it kind of opened uh, the door for in the last episode by pushing a very specific button. Yep, love that. <coughs> Speaking of things that we love, what did you think of Thor: Love and Thunder? I loved it. I thought it was the worst Marvel movie they've made yet. Oh, so okay, so you're one of those. All right, I want to know why you think that because I had a lot of fun with it, and, and I know a lot of people really don't like it. It's terrible. I wanted to laugh. I did. I swear. Um, I like Taika a lot. I mean, I'm a big "What We Do in the Shadows" guy, and it's just not funny. Do you think it was just too much Taika? Like, do you think he? Yeah. Just, like, I think so. Listen, on Ragnarok, I think they clearly like held his hand a little bit, and you know, this is the whole Marvel directors thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they let him be Taika, but they kind of like were like the hero of the beats. Uh, I think on this, they were like, "Go be Taika," and he was, and it's terrible. See, I thought that I I thought that he let the serious moments breathe a little bit better than he did in Ragnarok in this one. I mean, not to say that there were a lot of serious moments. There's but... no, yeah, maybe you think that because there's no serious moments. It's as bad. It's funny. People are like, it's as bad as Eternals. Uh, it, honestly, it's, it's probably nowhere near as bad as Eternals. It's probably worse than Eternals as like a structure of a movie. It just, the difference is you don't care about the Eternals. I have no real interest. I've seen Eternals twice. I probably never need to see it again. I yeah. don't care about those characters. Thor, I love all these characters and I'm really attached to them. Um, and it's, it's just so bad. And when you, when you do things at the expense of story, for gag well that's that's taika like yeah it's it's just a weak it's a weakness it's pretty bad yeah all right i I could see i could see that um i i would really like marvel to stop doing major casting announcements in post-credit scenes um i didn't mind that i don't know it's just a thing that they're doing now where i'm like but look i here's the thing there were times in this movie where i had a lot of fun and I had no fun during Eternals. Eternals felt like Eternals felt like a DC movie. I can't think of anything in this that was fun, though. I don't know. My I... daughter liked it, and she's fourteen. She should. It's, it's not a good movie, though. You know, I'm not saying it's a good that, movie, like, but I, Will I love Ferrell. I like, Will it. Ferrell should have been the bad guy, right? I'm being dead serious about it. <laughs> he it might have, might as well sense. have, yeah. Like it doesn't. What you got is just a shame Thor should really be more Conan than Conan O'Brien wow that's that's a that's a that's a, did you take that from an article or something because that was no I've been using it all week like, that this was is very like, clever yeah it's 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 too much interesting okay all right no I got I, I I think that's a valid criticism I still enjoyed it I still had fun with it I I loved it um Maybe I need to watch it again and and kind of like take off my Marvel fanboy glasses. No, I think the opposite. If you loved it, I think don't watch it again. You need to stick with this love you have for it. Okay. Because when you watch it more, it's like maybe this is going to be a good movie. That's when it kind of goes sour. So there's a rumor going around with Disney. I wanted to touch on real quick before we leave. I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it because it's, it's horrifying to me. And I really hope that it's not the case. But there's a rumor that they are like they're they're like trying to figure out ways to make you have to park past reservation park hopping now ahead of time i've heard that also and if that's if that happens i'm going to be so upset 
because the park hopping is like the one thing that makes this bearable to me. I don't really get how you could really do it. They're trying to figure it out. And they're trying to figure out how to make it an upcharge too. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I hope, I hope cheap gets, um, you know, headed off on this one and that, you know, it just stays the way it is. Like, I know we're not getting rid of the park pass system ever because it's all they ever talk about whenever they like tout their successes. They're like, oh, the park pass system. I'm like the thing that everybody hates. And, and, you know, they talk about like it's this great success. So it's never going anywhere. But I just I really hope that we don't like like make it worse. Right. Because let me tell you something. Well, Universal is nowhere near as good as Disney still. It's a lot easier to go to Universal than it is to go to Disney. Well, it's even <clears> easier to go to SeaWorld than it is Universal. It well, yeah. doesn't mean anything. You know? Yeah, but with the opening of this uh, epic universe, I think that I think universe like with with how Disney has been ticking everybody off with all this like like these barriers to entry and like just making it more expensive and more difficult, I think Universal has a a prime like position to be more competition than it's ever been before right now i hope that's true i mean that's it's the best thing for us as disney fans is is somebody to challenge him yeah 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 i agree all right well uh that does it for the, you, you you all good anything else you want to bring yeah. up all right well then uh that's gonna do for two men in the mouse this week folks thank you so much for joining us we are thankful to be back with you guys uh, and please, folks, uh, check out our good buddy Peter Bandle over there at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you are planning a trip uh, to uh, to Disney, whether it's Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, or Alani out in Hawaii, please check out our good buddy Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. And if you are um, going to be uh, renting a Cripper Stroller on that vacation, please check out our buddies over at Kingdom Strollers. Um, you can find them at kingdomstrollers.com. For me, folks, my books are online. I've got a wealth of them now. Uh, you can find my original books, the Ross and Annie series, uh, you know, on Amazon.com. You can also find my new books, which are written under the name Vincent Valentine. It's a pen name. V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. My new book, Into the Darkness, just came out. Uh, I also have The Haunting of Jonas Estate, which is a haunted house adventure. Uh, Fading Light, which is an EMP survival. The Haunting of Mockingbird Inn, which is another haunted house. And Into the Darkness is also an EMP survival novel. So if you like that kind of stuff, check it out. And, uh, you know, love to hear what you guys think of it. All right. Uh, that about does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? No, I'm glad we got together. Me, fun. me too. Please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next time on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.